When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of One Shot. I'm your Game Master, James D'Amato. We have a great show lined up for you with special guest, Batmanologist, and action movie connoisseur, Chris Sims. But more on that later. We're taking things in a little bit of a different direction this month. Last month, we started off with a Pathfinder role-playing system, which is the most popular role-playing system on the market. However, there are plenty of great systems with different philosophies from the central D&D swords and sorcery mindset. D&D was originally designed and modeled after tabletop wargaming systems like Napoleonics, where two players or more would control large armies of figures and have them fight in large battles. After co-creating the chainmail system, Gary Gygax got the idea to create a system based on one-on-one combat. So, a person would be responsible for playing one soldier rather than a full army. When he created the fantasy supplement for Chainmail, Dungeons & Dragons was born. Because of its origins, D&D still has wargaming coded into its DNA. It's primarily a game and a role-playing system second. While D&D launched the idea of role-playing, in my opinion it's not the best role-playing system. It places the primary burden of storytelling on the dungeon master and the players themselves. That can be fine, as stories naturally flow from adventures like the kind you have in Dungeons & Dragons. However, as I'm sure many can attest, those stories aren't always good, and having a system that facilitates role-playing can be a huge help to both the players and the game master. The system in D&D only really facilitates combat and adventuring-related actions. If you've ever tried to use the diplomacy rules in D&D, you know what I'm talking about. It's not really made to support talking about things. It's made to support stabbing a dude with a sword or blowing him up with a fireball. This isn't to suggest that combat is anathema to storytelling, just that the system set up in D&D isn't actually oriented towards storytelling combat. It's more gamey combat. That's why Dungeons & Dragons translates pretty well to most video games. This month, I want to show you one of my favorite role-playing systems of all time. It's still heavily combat-oriented, but it's also designed to encourage strong role-playing and build good stories. That system is Feng Shui, created by Robin D. Laws. Feng Shui is made to imitate action movies, spaghetti westerns, and kung fu flicks. We'll be playing in Feng Shui 2nd Edition, which has been around since 1999. 
Feng Shui is published by Atlas Games, which these days is known for products like Unknown Armies or card games like Keith Baker's Gloom. Feng Shui hasn't exactly been a top priority for that company for a while, although there have been hints by Robin D. Laws himself that a third edition might be on the way. If you guys like what you hear on this podcast, I encourage you to go look it up. There are plenty of old copies of Feng Shui on Amazon, and it wouldn't hurt a third edition's chances if you contacted Atlas and voiced your support for the system. Feng Shui operates on a 2d6 system. One die is positive and one die is negative. At most, you'll only ever need three dice to play, which you can already tell is a pretty far cry from games like Pathfinder or Dungeons & Dragons. The point is to make rolling and math and all of the mechanics behind the game as unobtrusive as possible, so players have time to let their creativity flow. Combats in Feng Shui tend to be more descriptive and ridiculous than combats in Dungeons & Dragons. Players have more direct creative freedom over what their character is capable of doing. You still need to roll well in order to accomplish truly epic feats. However, even some of the most mundane roles can produce amazing descriptions. Overall, Feng Shui is fast, fun, and absurd. One more note. You might hear a high-pitched buzzing behind us as we talk on this show. Yeah, I can't figure out how to get rid of that. Sorry. With all that out of the way, I think it's time to meet the party. All right, everybody, welcome to One Shot. We're going to meet our party. Uh, first up is somebody that I'm very excited to have on the show. You are probably finding this podcast because you know he's on it. Uh, Chris Sims is our guest. Uh, say hello to everybody, uh, Chris. Uh, Chris, hi, Chris is a writer for Comics Alliance. He is also behind the wonderful digital comic Subatomic Party Girls, which is, in my opinion, like Flash Gordon meets Jem uh, and the Holograms. So if you're not reading it, you should probably be reading it because it's a dollar. In fact, stop listening to the podcast right now and go to Comixology and just read it. And you'll know exactly everything you need to know about Chris Sims. Um, I support that. <laughs> uh, Chris, who are you going to be playing this week? My character for this game is, uh, his name's Jackie. He is a, uh, a Chinese gentleman. He's a, a police inspector from Hong Kong who has had various adventures, but retains his everyman charm. <laughs> he sounds so familiar. <laughs> let's let's get a physical. Might be a little familiar, but I'm excited about I'm excited about playing him. Oh, let's get a physical description uh, on Jackie. <laughs> Inspector Jackie. Inspector, Inspector Jackie. Jackie. I'd say he's probably about uh what five nine five ten. Mm-hmm. Dark hair, kind of kind of shaggy. Hair, what, what's he what's smile. what's he dressed in? What's he wearing? Uh, I, I think for the uh, for the start of of this adventure, he's going to be in a a pair of like gray pleated pants that are cinched a little too tight with a belt. Uh, he has a matching jacket uh like a but it's like a windbreaker kind of <laughs> he's wearing a, a black turtleneck and you can't tell until he takes his jacket off but it is a sleeveless turtleneck oh my <laughs> oh man oh i love that sleeveless turtleneck it's gonna make a big comeback <laughs> this is this is what's gonna do this it. is this is what's gonna do it all right let's move on to cat murphy a voice that hopefully is familiar to the aud- listening audience hi gang uh i'm cat i write things and i also play a whole lot of role-playing games this week i am playing angela chase
Chan, Jackie's 13-year-old Italian-Chinese niece. Wow, has she bought into the the 90s cool kid thing. So she has those uh, snazzy pants, light-up sneakers that I always wanted as a kid, Ooh. but my mom would never let me have. Oh, so man, nice. They were so cool. They were so cool. And <laughs> Why she... don't they make those for adults? Why don't they make light-up sneakers for adults, you guys? Uh, she has um, a, a skirt, a jean skirt, uh, for those who want the the cute feminine flair of a skirt, but also want to be able to do kickflips on their skateboard. She's wearing a white Capcom shirt and then over it a jean jacket. Um, and then her, uh, must, uh, I guess you'd, you'd call it, uh, hockey hair. That sort of mullet cut that girls had in the 90s, uh, is being... <laughs> Captain Planet hair. Yeah, Captain, Captain Planet, Planet hair. Captain Planet hair, yeah. It's, it's not actually a mullet, it's just, it's just real close. Uh, and it's <laughs> accentuated by a fuzzy white, uh, sweatband. So, that's, that's darling little Angela Chan. Alright, and moving on, our last party member... Is John Patrick Cohen. Yes. Another voice who should be very familiar. Uh, he isn't doing a Scottish accent this time, I don't think. I hope not. <laughs> we'll see. It'll slip back in. It usually does. Uh, okay. John, who are you playing this week? Okay, so I am playing uh, Tommy Euphrates. Um, spelled Euphrates, pronounced Euphrates. Uh, Tommy is a um, young street tough. Uh, he's got shoulder-length blonde hair, which is tied back with his... American flag bandana. Uh, he's wearing an American flag uh, sleeveless T-shirt, but over it he's got a uh, denim vest um, with a yin-yang patch on the back oh, and uh, very beautiful. tight denim jeans. Um, <laughs> denim jeans. Uh, he's got a devil may care grin and a pair of aviators that he is rarely not wearing. <laughs> especially, especially at nighttime. Especially at night. Especially at nighttime. It is classic that he wears those at nighttime. Well, New York is especially so... Especially at night while he's driving his car. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing is... Uh, the pride of his life, he's got a uh, red with white and blue uh, flames on it, which is just so American. Mm. Uh, 1968 Bluick Sky, uh, Skylark convertible, Oof. and it is his pride and joy. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. yeah he washes that thing out, out in front of the restaurant all he, the time. He switches to his cutoff uh, denim shorts and then washes that in front <laughs> of the restaurant. <laughs> the type with the, the pockets oh, hanging yeah, down below. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the ladies like it. So yeah, so he works at um uh, uh Jackie's brother's restaurant, which um, is ancient Chinese pizza. Ancient Chinese pizza. Yeah, he's a delivery driver for ancient Chinese pizza because Mr. Chan has given him a second chance. Life off of the streets and in the kitchen. All right. So with that, we're going to start our game. Uh, the title screen pops up. It is a uh, long shot of New York. Uh, you see. A bunch of quick jump cuts of people busily walking through the streets. Uh, and that brings us to the uh, LaGuardia Airport, where we see arrivals from Hong Kong. And Chris, describe your character's introduction. That's right. You see him kind of uh, getting off the plane. He, he kind of stops and looks around and then is bumped into uh, from behind by these busy New Yorkers returning, <laughs> to, their, returning to the heart of Queens. Uh, he's carrying uh, a simple suitcase and also a uh, comically large, uh, shocking pink bunny rabbit uh, uh, that he perfect. intends as a gift for uh, uh, Angela, apparently unaware that she is not eight anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we see... Uh, is into skateboards and kung fu now. <laughs> Jackie, Jackie gets in the back of a cab, uh, and then there's an exterior shot of ancient Chinese pizza... 
It is a storefront that is covered in graffiti. There are stickers all over the windows. Uh, it is, of course, done in stylized, like, Chinese text. Uh, it's in the heart of the Bronx. There are a bunch of, like, suspicious-looking teenagers hanging out in the front of it. Uh, there are people with, like, boom boxes and gold chains hanging about. Uh, but they're all excitedly enjoying pizza and laughing with each other. Um, we zoom into the restaurant, and the first person we see hard at work is Tommy Euphrates. Tommy. So Tommy's uh, rushing about the restaurant. We've got Mr. Chan um, kind of yelling orders at him from a... And Tommy looks kind of a little bit disheveled. He's he's trying his best to stay above water here as he um, uh, grabs the phone. He's like dealing with di- a couple different phone calls, he's picking up different calls, and he's jotting them all down on a crumpled piece of paper, which he then stuffs into his pocket, um, grabs uh, three pizzas, and then slides across the counter on his way out of the restaurant. Awesome. Uh, and as the camera stays fixed on his slide, uh, then zooms in on a young girl in the restaurant. She's uh, just bust through the door with her backpack slung over one shoulder. Uh, she waves to some of the uh, the, the uh, customers. Riffraff. The riffraff eating their pizza. It's clearly seeing her there. Um, that, that interruption uh, snaps her dad's head around and he's like, Angela, take out the trash. And she's like, I'll get to it in a minute, Dad. <laughs> and chucks her backpack down by uh, a freestanding uh, Street Fighter arcade game and starts rapidly. <laughs> Chucks in those quarters and gets to work. Oh, I love that you'll get to it after you've played your first round of Street Fighter. Obviously. And we, of course, Angela's so good at Street Fighter. That's going to take 30 minutes. <laughs> um, great. Uh, so then we move back to another uh, long shot of the skyline of New York and we see the title of this movie. Inspector Jackie Can't Catch a Break. In the Cobra's shadow. We return to an exterior shot of ancient Chinese pizza, and Jackie's cab pulls up uh, just about the same time that you are back from your delivery. Um, so yeah, you you guys, uh, you pay the cab driver, tip him, uh, he speeds off rudely because it's New York, and you guys are both outside the restaurant together. Uh, when I pull up to the to the restaurant, by the way, I'm going to rev my engine and do a slide into my parking spot, which is a parallel parking, so it's very impressive and very reckless, <laughs> and then jump out of my car. Absolutely. Jackie, I'm you're back from... these, like, standing on the standing on the curb, looking up at the building, <laughs> and a pure tourist, and then a, a, a scared take as I hear the tires squealing, <laughs> and I almost drop the bunny, but no, I catch the bunny and drop the suitcase instead. Inspector Jackie, you're back from China! Your suitcase falls into one of those curbside puddles, and so like most oh. of your clothes are ruined. <laughs> and now, and now I've even got uh, it splashed on my nice pleated gray pants <laughs> that I wear. Oh, like, oh. oh my god! Let me oh, get Tommy, that for you. Let me you. get that for you. I uh, I grab the suitcase oh, thanks, and Tommy. try to start wiping the uh, dirt and water off of it. It's good to see you. Keeping your nose clean. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm keeping my nose pretty clean. It's you know, I'm staying busy, staying real busy. Glad to hear it. I don't, I don't know that you were uh, coming back from China. What gives? Yeah, it's, uh, I came over for Raymond's birthday. I'm really excited about seeing him. I haven't seen the family in five years. I finally got some vacation time. And with that, Ray bursts out of the restaurant. Jackie! Oh, it's been so long. I'm so glad you came for my birthday. 
I give him a big hug, a big, uh, big brotherly hug, even though I'm a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, no. He like wraps you up in the most New York hug. It is like vigorous and he's a little bit taller than you. So like your, your feet leave the ground just a little bit as he scoops you up in his arms in a huge public display of affection that would not at all be acceptable in your native Hong Kong. Uh, I kind of look around nervously, but you know, it's in America. I can already see some, some weird looking folks here on the street with their, their stunner shades <laughs> enjoying their pizzas with their leather vests and leather pants. Leather <laughs> their leather shirts. pants in the middle of July with 90 degree heat in New <laughs> York. Right. You gotta look good, man. This, uh, this new, uh, this new DeBar song kicking out of their jukebox <laughs> or their uh, boombox. You guys get crowded. He, he, uh, Ray crowds you both into, uh, ancient Chinese pizza and you can see it is a sort of mishmash of what you would expect from an Italian restaurant. Like there are pictures of, uh, Frank Sinatra on the wall, but there are also, the walls are also red and covered in Chinese characters and there are those big decorative fans on the wall too and a bunch of chinese lanterns uh but it's playing like the the jukebox is like playing old standards it's it's playing new york new york as soon as you guys walk in (laughs) and there's also the the din of the arcade game in the corner uh adding to that angela get over here and say hello to your uncle uh just a minute dad i just have like hold on a second you can play the game later get over here so uh i'm i clearly am not processing the fact that Anything special is happening. It's dad nagging is just an automatic so, thing. So, uh, so Ray walks playing. over to the Street Fighter game and unplugs it from the wall just as you're about to deliver the final blow to Bison. Uh, dad, how could you? You can play your game later. <laughs> Have you taken out the trash yet? Uh, so I stomp down from the thing and start walking towards the back of the. This restaurant. is no way to behave in front of your uncle. <gasps> My eyes grow wide and I spin around and there's my Uncle Jackie. Uncle Jackie! I run over and jump up and give you a big hug. When did you get to town? I just landed. I brought you this. And I hope the uh, extremely inappropriate gigantic bunny that is as big as Angela is. (laughs) The smile freezes on my face as I take in the pink monstrosity. But then... But then my, my abiding love for my uncle overwhelms that deep-seated disappointment. And it, thanks, it's great. It's just, it's really great. Well, I, I, I knew you'd like it. I had to buy it its own ticket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you give a meaningful wink to Ray, who like nods in response. You both are pretty sure this was a great gift. <laughs> I'm gonna just <laughs> hold it at my side, staring at it. And Angela slowly drags the trash out, and you guys all sort of uh, sit around a table. Uh, Ray brings out a pizza, and you guys enjoy some some you know family time catching up. Uh, they try and wheedle some uh, details about the cases that you're working on in Hong Kong out of you. You dodge most of those questions because uh, you don't want to deal with work. It's vacation time. Everything seems to be going great. When uh, the bell at the door rings, eight gentlemen who are in white suits with snakeskin belts and shoes and huge aviator sunglasses come into the shop. Well, 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 this is a nice shop, I gotta say. I really like it. 
Hey guys, um, look, if you're gonna do a party of eight, I can seat you, but you're gonna have to wait like 15 minutes, cause we are backed up today. Oh, I think we'll be sitting down right now. We got some things that we want to discuss with you guys. Uh, I, I mean, you can sit, but like, listen, like, if you want to order, it's gonna be like 20 minutes before I can even get your order in. I think we just jumped to the front of the line, pal. He walks over to one of the tables, uh, and grabs a bottle of Pepsi. Uh, and the label clearly shows to the screen as he takes a swig of it. You guys have great service here. You're really making me feel at home and comfortable. And I like feeling comfortable, don't I, boys? And all the boys go, <laughs> yeah, he really likes being comfortable. And and Ray stands up. I told you to get out of here. I have no interest in selling this place. Uh, that's a shame. Uh, my boss doesn't like that. You see, he really likes this place. In fact, he likes the decorations you got here. So we're willing to make a very generous uh, offer. I'm I'm going to like stand up like and casually kind of sidle over behind Ray. Mhm. Just, you know, just in case. Right. Like my cop senses are going off. Uh-huh. Um and gonna, you know, most people aren't looking at you. Uh but everybody's sort of doing an intimidating loom on on your party of people. We're willing to offer you $100,000 for this property and all the decorations you got inside it. You see, my boss has always wanted an Italian slash Chinese pizza restaurant. Funny thing. So you can just leave everything in here and we'll take over and everything will be fine. My um uh, uh stupid brain is overriding my common sense. So I get right up into his face and say, listen, guy, my boss said you can get lost. So you can either put that delicious ice cold Pepsi back where you got it. And walk out of here, or I can throw you out of here. The big dude, uh, sort of grabs you <clears throat> by, by the scruff of your neck, or like the scruff of your shirt, oh. and lifts you off the ground. <clears throat> what do you think I should do with him? He's being kind of rude. Yeah, he is being kind of rude, isn't he? Why don't hey, you? We don't want any trouble. <laughs> Take your Pepsi. Get out. Oh, I'm glad that you don't want trouble. Why don't you put this gentleman somewhere where he ain't gonna be a bother to us no more? I'm gonna... Uh, and the guy, like, throws you into the trash can. Oh, okay. Um, and the other dudes around you start turning over tables. Uh, at this point, the families in the restaurant, like, go, well, this is just the worst dining experience that I've ever had. And people start piling out of the restaurant. Ray's like, what are you doing? You're driving away all of my customers. Get out of you. No sale. I told you no sale. It's a, it's the saddest thing. Usually when people pass up great opportunities like this, Bad things happen to their restaurants. It's funny like that. Uh, and he starts smoking a cigarette while all of his dudes are wrecking up the place. Um, I start struggling to get out of the trash can in the process, tipping it over, and then getting like trash all over me as I try to crawl out of it. Right. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I'm going to try to sneak over behind this talking fellow. Mm -hmm. And get right down between those nice uh, snakeskin, I imagine, loafers and start tying those laces together. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um... 
I am going to need you to roll a Kung Fu check, the first check of the game. That is a 12. A 12. Uh, absolutely. He's not looking at you. He's not actively dodging at all. So you managed to tie his shoelaces together while I imagine Jackie has been formulating a plan. Oh, yeah. I'm going to plant my hand on the counter and uh, do one of these moves where I where I fling myself over it with both feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, with my with my right foot, I'm gonna kick the cigarette out of his uh, mouth into the Pepsi bottle <laughs> that he was drinking to extinguish it, and then I'm gonna land, give him one of these. Yeah, yeah. Smoking. You stand with your fists at the ready, as this is a primarily yeah. auditory medium. <laughs> I don't want any trouble, but I'm not gonna let these guys mess with my brother on his birthday. Absolutely. On his birthday. On his birthday yeah, the birthday pizza is cooling its heel in the ba- <laughs> heels in the back. It's got like marshmallows and chocolate on it. Well, looks like we got a smart guy here. Looks like we're going to have to teach everybody in this restaurant a little bit of a lesson. And the circle of eight dudes starts closing in around on you guys, and I think it's time to roll for initiative. Ooh. Uh, initiative is added together? Uh, the initiative is you roll the two dice, and like one's positive, one's negative, and you add it to your initiative score. Which is speed. Your speed score, yeah. I just got two sixes in a row on my good die. I oh, swear. sweet. I oh, yeah. Sixes will not explode uh, okay. for initiative, but is, for everything else that explodes. Is boxcars a problem for initiative? No, boxcars isn't a problem. It just means you neutral out neutral on out. it. Um, okay, so, and so that gives me a 12. 12 with Jackie. I have 10. I have 8. 10 with Tommy and 8 with Angela. Uh, first up is Jackie. Um, Jackie... You have initiated the combat. The guy put out his cigarette. Uh, what are you doing? I'm not going to do anything until one of these guys takes a swing at me. Okay, so, so we'll right call... now. I'm just giving him the the that every man smile is gone. And now it's an intense, focused look. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll call that a held action, and uh, we'll move you down to shot eleven. Uh, on shot eleven. Uh, one of the bigger dudes comes up behind you and sort of grabs your arms from behind. Um, and he actually does a pretty good job. What is your, uh, kung fu score? Oh, oh, not, I'm sorry, not your kung fu, your martial arts. I forget that those uh, are two. is 15. 15. Okay. Um, so this dude, uh, like try, like, like makes a grab for you, uh, but you sort of have your full body awareness going and you manage to duck out of his, uh, out of his way. But the dude right in front of you is a little bit more prepared. Um, and he kicks at you. Uh, you manage to, uh, bring your hands up in a, in a block, uh, cross, crossing to make sure the foot does not contact your face. Um, and it is your turn. All right. Uh, uh, I'm gonna kick the guy in front of me, mm-hmm. uh, and use the force of that kick to propel my elbow into the guy behind me and push him, uh, so that his back hits the counter, uh, hopefully, uh, causing enough spinal trauma to disable them. Perfect. Uh, so that Early is- in this fight. I need to take out that big guy. Yeah, that is going to be a, a three-shot action with a minus two because you're attacking two dudes at the same time. Uh, so just roll that uh, martial arts check. Uh, it's 13 plus your whatever your result is. Okay. Oof, I did not do so good. Uh-oh. Uh, I got a minus three on that. <laughs> okay. That's typical, 
right? That's yeah. Inspector Jackie might. So yeah, uh, you you kick you your kick ca- does catch the guy in the chest behind uh, in front of you, and you do manage to elbow behind you at the same time. Uh, what you don't notice is that you are standing on a piece of an area of the floor that has just been freshly cleaned uh, by our friend Tommy, and it's a little bit slippery. So you actually slip and fall down in that same action. Um, but the dudes, the dudes were hit and they back up, and now they're like fighting ready. I, I don't think they know quite what to make of you in this combat yet, as you haven't established yourself as a credible threat. <laughs> um, Tommy, it is shot 10 and your go. What kind of trash can is this? Is this a metal trash can or a plastic trash can? I'm going to say that it's an indoor trash can, so it's probably a plastic trash can. Is it circular, though, like a cylinder? Yeah, sure. Okay, great. Um, so what I want to do um, is I want to uh, kick the trash can um, at the nearest enemy. Now, the guy that um, threw me in the trash can, is he the same one that was attacking Jackie, the big Yeah, he's the big dude. Okay, and do I have a line of sight to him? Because what I would like to do is kick the trash can at him and then run at the trash can, jump on top of it before it hits him, and then try to jump on his back. Uh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, here's, here's one uh, rule of thumb for Feng Shui, guys. If it is more convenient for an object to be a certain way, it's that way. Okay, great. <laughs> Yeah, so I would basically like to use it as a jumping board uh, with its rubbery um, uh, oh, frame that to is uh, jump up on him. Beyond perfect. Um, yeah, th- there's no penalties for that, uh, and you actually get your bonus. Okay, great. Um, okay, so that explodes. So uh, my martial arts is a 17. Right, that's added to my martial arts. Yeah, that's added to your martial arts. So Same. your your total roll is a 17. Total is a 17. That is perfect. So yeah, you sort of springboard on top of him. And just like a wrestler jumping off the ropes, you hit his head with the full force of your chest. Uh-huh. Um, and that causes him to drop to like you drop him onto a table. And as he's going down on that table, his head slams into the table. The table breaks and he is knocked out. Nice. Um, so that is one dude down. You guys have seven left to go. Next up is one of the minions on the wall. Uh, there is one of those pizza paddles, um, that you take stuff out mm-hmm. of the oven with. Big wooden one. Yeah. He grabs a wooden panel, uh, or paddle off of the wall and he sort of lets out a yell. Yes. And he, uh, goes right for Jackie as, uh, to try and slam him while he's, while he's down. He might actually manage to hit and he doesn't. <laughs> Um, so he slams, he slams the ground next and Jackie, you just sort of roll out of the way, uh, right as, uh, the paddle comes down. Does it, does it break the tiles at all? Do I, is there a shot of me like looking at the broken tiles? <laughs> yeah. You realize what could have been. Oh man. <laughs> that linoleum is messed up. The hustle and bustle of New York. <laughs> uh, next shot is Jackie and Angela. You're both going. Uh, since Jackie had the higher initiative, we'll start with him. All right, I'm going to hop up. Uh, these guys are grabbing weapons. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is kind of do a roll over the counter, reach behind me and grab a, a knife from the cutting board and pull it around. Realize it's actually one of those round pizza cutters. <laughs> and then kind of shrug and throw it at the uh, at the guy who just tried to hit me with the... <laughs> Uh, pizza paddle. Okay, roll it. See if I can nail him in the, it, it, like it with the handle right between the yeah. eyes. 
<laughs> see. Is that is that martial arts? Still? It's all yeah, martial, martial arts. arts. Yep. You yeah. Oh, that's a six. So, uh, oh. Six explodes. Oh man. Six. Yeah, it's a total a total of twenty one. Twenty one. Oh man. Yeah, it's perfect. It catches him right between the eyes and it breaks his sunglasses. Oof. Um and he, when the sunglasses fall away, you can see that he's gone cross-eyed and his head wobbles and he falls to the ground. Uh, now it's Angela's go. So I'm going to, uh, run out from behind this, uh, this talky guy mm-hmm. and kick him as hard as I can in the shin, uh, saying, get out of our home, scumbag. <laughs> and then take a path winding, dodging through all of the moving bodies, like taking him right into the heart of the action to where my skateboard is across the, the, the restaurant. Oh, perfect. Um, so yeah, roll, roll your, roll your shin kick. Uh, shin kick is, uh, an 11. Okay. So that combined with the, uh, shoe tying that you did earlier, uh, the, like he goes, ah, you damn kid! He he makes a grab for you, and he leans out too far. He tries to take a step to correct himself, but of course, uh, he has his shoelaces tied together. So he, like his he his arms flail for something to grab in the air, um, and he manages to grab a table on his way down. But that actually brings the table down on top of him, and that takes him out. We go to the next shot, which has uh, one of the dudes on the side, one of the four dudes who's left who hasn't gone yet, and he draws a gun. Um, he points it. Oof. He points it at you, at you guys. It goes. All right, that's it. Everybody, get on the ground. This is gonna go my way from now on. You see? Uh, and Tommy, it is your turn. Okay, so um, I, Tommy, I think um, so I'm gonna put my hands up uh, in in mock surrender. But then I'm going to slam them down on the table nearest me, mm-hmm. hoping that um, uh, a set of silverware will pop up. And then I want to chuck the fork, or, or hopefully there's a loose fork. Then yeah. I want to chuck the fork at the guy's hand, aiming for the hand that's holding the gun. Oh, perfect. Okay. Um, so this is a martial arts roll. So, so well. that's a martial arts. Yeah, that's just your straight martial arts because you would receive a penalty, but you also get a bonus for it. Fourteen. Fourteen. That's perfect. Uh, the fork sticks in the gun. Uh, well, in his hand, I want to. I'm trying, oh, you, to hit, I'm trying to hit the hand that's holding. Oh, the gun, okay, okay, I see. Yeah, so he'll drop it. The fork, yeah, the fork sticks right in his hand. It's sticking out of his hand. There's a little bit of trickle of his bl- of blood moving down his hand. Oh my god, he's stabbing me with a fork over here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, really making me want pizza. <laughs> one of the other guys uh, comes around, um, and he walks right up to you, John. Um, and he like pulls up, like he pulls up his sleeve, uh, revealing a tattoo that is an intricate design of a snake. Uh huh. Um, that you recognize, like you have uh, gangs knowledge, yeah, right? Yeah, you have gangs knowledge. Do you yeah. want to roll it? Yeah, roll that. Uh, sixteen. Uh, these guys are from the snakeskin triad. Snakeskin triad. <laughs> They're bad news in this neighborhood. They've been taken over all sorts of places liquor stores restaurants groceries did i have any run-ins with the snakeskin triad back in my street tough days yeah yeah one or two scuffles uh that your buddies got into and okay. they didn't end well one uh, of them got shot my my eyes widen i say your triad that's right buster uh he he rolls uh and he takes a swing at you uh and this one is going to connect Uh-oh. you take Six damage. So one wound. So one wound. Uh, whenever you take damage in this, in, uh, Feng Shui, 
it is minus your toughness, which goes off of your bod. So if your body is five and you take six wo- six points of damage, you're going to take one wound. You don't really have to worry about wounds until you get to 25 wound points, uh, which doesn't happen often. How did he hit me? Uh, he just, like, did a uh, roundhouse punch across your jaw. And let's see. Uh, we have Jackie and Angela going in the same shot. Am I up or? Yeah, you should go first because your initiative's okay. higher. What happened with the guy with the gun? I know he got stabbed. He in the got hand. he he got stabbed in the hand. Um, so he dropped the gun to the ground. Um, okay. But he's got a fork sticking out of his hand right now. He's technically still up and active. Uh, I'm still in the kind of kitchen area. Right. So I'm gonna grab. I'm gonna turn around and grab a uh, a jar of red pepper, <laughs> pop it open, and uh, throw it in the eyes of the guy who just punched Tommy, and uh, then I'm gonna attempt to uh, make my way towards the gun by jumping over the counter. So kind of a, you know, jump the counter while throwing pepper in the guy's eyes. Perfect. Uh, that'll be a stunt at minus one for your martial arts, but go for it. Uh, all right. That is a, I believe that's an 18 for martial arts. Oh my God. It w- Yeah, it, it's flawless um you you go like and the the pepper gets right in this guy's eyes uh and he like goes ah my eyes and he go w- runs over to the pitchers of like uh water and drinks that you guys have uh at the side of the bar uh-huh. and he picks one of them up to pour it in his eyes but it's lemonade <laughs> so it's even worse um and that crippling eye damage of pepper and citric acid takes him out of the fight uh, so you've only got three active dudes left, uh, and now it is. I mean to steal your steal your enemy. No, it's <laughs> but, fine. Uh, Take him. No, <laughs> there are plenty more. He's a little shaken up. <laughs> so he punched me right in the face. <laughs> Angela. Uh, so I'm going to uh get on my skateboard mm-hmm. and I'm gonna roll through and snatch up the gun, holding it with two hands, so that I couldn't possibly set it off. Um, and then, uh, roll across, flip over two of the whole, the guys who are down on the ground, mm-hmm. land, and, um, come up and say, Dad, get in the kitchen. He, like, looks at you with wide eyes, nods, and then pauses for a minute, and looks at you upset, slaps you on the back of the head, and grabs the gun, and says, Don't play with guns! <laughs> and he runs into the back. And so that, that's all you're doing? That's a one-shot action. Yeah, that's, that's all I was doing. Um, so, it's the next shot, um, and a- another one of the dudes uh, from the side grabs a knife uh, from his jacket pocket, and he runs at Jackie. Um, and he boxcars. That's a tie on boxcars. I've never seen a tie. I'm going to roll until one of them wins. Uh, it looks like negative one out. So uh he runs at Jackie uh with his knife forward. Um and Jackie, you like have one of those shots that Jackie Chan does where he is surprised and like his hair puffs up and he's got his two hands in front of his face. I know the one. And you 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 step to the side and the dude stabs his knife forward and ends up in an electric socket and gets electrocuted and drops down. Uh, so there are two dudes left, and Angela, you're up again. Okay, so I'm going to get back on my skateboard, turn around, go through. I'm trying to get under one guy's legs. I'm mm-hmm. going to reach in, grab his underwear, hook it onto the skateboard, and pull. 
Oh man, mm-hmm. go for it. Still martial arts? Roll, yeah, that's that's a martial art. Uh, uh no. So, um well, it'll be a 9. Uh so you you go through his so, so you manage to skateboard through his legs and then you uh go to grab his underwear but uh you realize as you grab his underwear well wow, adults sure are a lot heavier and denser than children yeah. uh <laughs> and when i thought i was going to be moving somewhere after this it turns out i'm just here clinging to the belt of a very dangerous man <laughs> um and it is his turn. Um, he he turns around and he grabs you um, by by your shirt. Mm. He looks you in the eyes and he's like, "My huge, wide, very scared eyes." You wanna give me a wedgie, huh? I'll give you a wedgie. Um, so he reaches into your pants and pulls out your underwear. I like this so much. I'm not even going to roll for it. He totally does it. <laughs> um uh and then he throws you across the room. Uh however, because he failed his throw check, uh you land on a on the big bunny mm-hmm. that that Jackie got you, so you're unharmed. Tommy, you're up. Okay, so I um uh uh run over to the guy that just did that and uh say, "Hey buddy, don't mess with kids. And her skateboard's still underneath him, right? Right. I want to stamp down real hard on the skateboard so it hits him right in the balls. <laughs> and then I want to give him, as he's like bending over, I want to give him a quick knee to the temple. Oh, perfect. Okay. Go for it. That's, that includes your bonus. Uh, I had a plus three, so it's a 16 on my martial arts. Um, yeah, absolutely. That works out exactly as you say. And the dude drops to the ground. There's only one dude left, and it is Jackie's turn. I guess what I should do is uh, advance menacingly mm-hmm. and then kind of give him like a, a couple quick punches that don't really <laughs> do anything. Just spin him around and then kick him out the door. Yes. Oh, oh perfect. Perfect Jackie Chan. Let's see. Ooh. Yeah, this is, this is probably going to do it. Um, that's a 21. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. So you, yeah, you do that. Uh, he like goes flying forward onto the street corner just as a cab is coming by and that puddle that you dropped your suitcase in earlier <laughs> splashes onto his face and ruins his nice white suit. Um, and uh, like as that happens, all the dudes who were knocked out and uh, disabled during the combat uh, sort of get up and they start running out of the shop and like limping away. You guys, you guys are gonna be sorry. We're gonna come back here with more guys and make trouble for you. Let's get out of here. Um. Uh, and you guys have completed your first combat. Nice. I am. Um, I run back into the kitchen uh, to see if Ray is okay. Ray is fine. Uh, he look. He is. He's got a uh, very elaborately decorated briefcase uh, that he's clutching to his chest, um, and it looks like he is going through uh, the drawers for something. Ray, who were those guys? They've been coming around here for the last couple weeks. They really want to buy the shop. But I, I don't want to let him. You know, this is my this is this is my area, and this it's important to my family. Yeah, we're not leaving. Man, those guys were snakeskin triad. Those those guys are bad news. Snakeskin triad. What's that? The snakeskin triad's a gang that came over here from China. 
Uh, they're, they make a lot of trouble for people. Usually, you know, I pay my protection money and everything's fine. But the last couple of weeks, they've been insisting on buying my restaurant. Protection money? Raymond, you shouldn't deal with thugs like that. They're scum. This is New York, Jackie. It's different. Look, Ray, all I know is that those guys are bad news. They killed one of my friends a couple of years back. Look, I, I don't want, I don't want to tie you guys up in any of this, but I, I need you to take those, you know, you know those nunchucks that we have hanging on the wall over the register? Yeah, of course. I'm, I need you, I need you to keep a real close eye on those. I'm gonna go and put, and put this, he's holding up his suitcase, in, in the, in a safe deposit box. It's the deed to the restaurant. No matter what, don't let them get those nunchucks. What's, um, uh, what's so special about the nunchucks? How about you don't worry about it? Fair enough. <laughs> uh, do I know anything about the nunchucks? Uh, okay, so Ray is your older brother. Um, and you were both trained in the deadly Chinese martial arts by your uncle. Your brother took to it better than you did. Uh, but seemingly out of the blue one day, uh, he decided to move to America. Uh, your uncle was always more impressed with Ray and what Ray could do. And he always goes on and on about Raymond, Raymond, Raymond. Uh, <laughs> and like, it's, it's been weird for you because as far as you're concerned, you're the one who kept up with the arts and, uh, he's the one who left them and left Hong Kong to go to America. Uh, but it's, uh, it, your, your uncle always talks about Ray as though he's doing super important things in the United States. Um, uh, have we always had the, the nunchucks? You've there? always had the nunchucks there. Uh, they, like, they're the first uh, piece of decoration that uh, your father put in this shop when he opened it up with your mother before she died. Um, they were always prominently displayed, and he would say, he would always pat you on the back and say, someday this is going to be yours. Uh, and you thought he was sort of gesturing to the restaurant, and you sort of rolled your eyes because, like, Dad, I'm going to be a stunt artist so it doesn't even matter i don't even need to know about pizza really dad <laughs> um but now it sort of strikes you maybe he meant those nunchucks uh he he gets down on a knee and he says look angela honey i don't want you to be worried okay everything is gonna be fine daddy's gonna take care of this all right uncle jackie's gonna watch you while i'm gone okay he uh kisses you on the forehead and he runs out the door okay as he's running out, I am. Um, uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Dramatically eat a piece of pizza while looking pensive. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, pick up the pistol that he left on the floor and and yell, uh, "Don't worry, Mister Chan. I'll take care of her. I'll take good care of Angela." And tuck the pistol into the waistband of my jeans and then let it fall through and then get really concerned <laughs> and try shaking it out of the leg of my pants. And then the, the camera starts pulling out as uh, there's just me looking alone and very scared amidst these two. Uh, Pizza eating and uh, pants problems. <laughs> um, Big pants problems might be the name of the movie. It's <laughs> been a lot of them. <laughs> Welcome to Character Creation Cast, a show where we create and discuss characters, the best part of role playing games, with guests using their favorite systems. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Bolter. And I'm your other host, Amelia Antrim. 
Join us as we sit down with game designers, podcasters, and fans of games as we dive into learning about different RPGs through the lens of character creation. It's a combination of character building, player advice, game design insights, and even a little bit of fan fiction for a different game every month. We tackle a variety of new and old games, both well-known and indie-produced titles. We learn how creating characters can tell us a lot about the games themselves. Check us out today anywhere you can get podcasts or on the OneShot Podcast Network at OneShotPodcast.com. I'm glad that's not the title we settled on. I hope you enjoyed our first installment of Feng Shui. There's another one coming up next week, so look out for that. If you did enjoy it, please subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a review. Those reviews help other people find this podcast. Speaking of finding great podcasts, this is a Peaches and Hot Sauce production. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a comedy network in Chicago with tons of great podcasts, articles, and video sketches. If you enjoyed this, you might enjoy listening to The Overshare, a podcast featuring, hey, look at this, James D'Amato and co-host Alex Manich. It's an improvised comedy podcast where we do scenes on the air. If you ever wondered what improv comedy was like in Chicago, this is your chance to check it out without having to put on pants. That is a huge opportunity. You might also enjoy reading the last blog of Krypton. That's my personal blog where I discuss comics, video games, and general nerdery. It's also available on Peaches and Hot Sauce. I'll put in another plug for Chris, even though I am sure Chris doesn't need any help from me. Chris also has a podcast called the War Rocket Ajax Podcast. It is one of the most fun podcasts in comic books. He and co-host Matt Wilson discuss all of the comics that come out each week, and they talk to some great creators. On their most recent episode, they talked to legendary comic book writer Greg Rucka about the classic television series The Prisoner. You guys, that is bananas. It is amazing, and you should listen to it right now. Chris also writes for my favorite comic book website, Comics Alliance. Comics Alliance features deep and insightful reviews about most of the popular comics coming out today. They also have up-to-date news on comics, video games, cartoon series, and movies. You should be reading that website. It is great. Finally, you can check out Chris's other podcast, Movie Fighters, where he listens to and reviews bad movies with Matt Wilson. It's awesome. This month, you may have noticed we have a variation on our logo that was done by artist Cynthia Lee. You can find more of her work at juniperfloor.tumblr.com. We'll include a link to that on our page. That version of Frank Sinatra's New York, New York, with the vocals removed, is part of an experiment that we're running right now. Uh, I'm thinking of adding music to this podcast to give it a more cinematic feel. If you liked it, please leave us a message. And if you didn't like it, please also leave us a message and tell us whether we should continue down this path or we should keep the show clean and neat and of course the music that is right now swelling up over my voice is be your own pet with adventure see you next week heroes heroes